What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday. This is the Victory Point Podcast. I'm Dwight, and I am joined again by Kimberly Hauer. And before we jump into our Bible passage for today, Kimberly, could you tell us just a little bit of your story? Like, um, how did you come to faith in Christ? Sure. So I was born and raised in a Christian home, mm -hmm. um, surrounded by Christians in virtually every aspect of my life, my family, my school, my church, my work mostly. Um, and so I would say I've always been a believer. Okay. I don't remember a day when I didn't believe. Gotcha. Um, but that doesn't mean that Jesus has always been a close, mm -hmm. personal, um, feeling Holy Spirit type relationship. Yep. Um, I experienced that, um, I want to say probably five years ago. Wow. Um, and it was through a huddle that I was invited to join. Hmm. And I think just the huddle discipleship journey wow. helped me really hone in that, yeah. that relationship. Wow. Um, yeah. So I grew up knowing about, about uh, God, Jesus, you know, the Bible. Um, I've never been a Bible scholar. I've never been good at remembering, remembering scriptures. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew them, you mm -hmm. know, I had a lot of head knowledge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say it was not until five years ago where it was like a real intimate relationship mm -hmm. of knowing God yeah. and knowing that he knows me. Yes. Can I ask you who led that huddle? Um, Betty Johan. I wondered. Yeah, I would call her a rock star and she probably mm. is going to hate me for saying that. Mm. But um, yeah, she's a rock star in the huddle world. I know there's a lot of great huddle leaders, Yeah. Um, but a lot of them have been mentored by her first. So yes. she was like the pioneer in that yep. um, when our church started doing discipleship. Yep. Well, thank you, Betty Johan. Yes for the fruit that your your life has borne. And yeah. here's one of your disciples. Yeah, for sure. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, let's uh, read today's Bible passage. It's out of Psalm 98, and I'll read that today. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Excuse me. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. Thus endeth the reading of God's <laughs> word. Yes, yeah, so, it's a long one. It's what? It's a long one. Yeah. So out of that long psalm, what, what stuck out to you, Kimberly? 
Uh, well, this one is just near and dear to the heart because it talks a lot about singing right? and rejoicing and um, shouting, music, shouting. Yeah. Like, like that's just, I would say that's my love language with just, God. Yeah. You know, like that's, I am a worshiper, like just, hmm. yeah, I can't get enough music. It's mm -hmm. always playing in our home. Mm -hmm. So this resonates with me, just joyful song. So remember at the beginning of, you know, like 14 months ago or so ago when COVID first kind of visited us, mm -hmm. things were shutting down and there was a conversation that had to start happening pretty rapidly of what is essential, mm -hmm. right? So there was a, there was a few weeks there where only essential businesses were allowed to be open. Right. But yep. then, and then it's sort of like cascaded Well, if those essential businesses are open, well, then there are certain supply chains to those that need to be open too. And then those have supply chains before you knew it. Everything. You know, yeah. Everything, everything's <laughs> interconnected. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but there was this conversation about what is essential. Um, so I found myself thinking as a worship leader, is worship essential? Oh, I can't believe you questioned that. How would you respond to that? <laughs> Absolutely. Why? Because it's my love language. For me. For you. Is it essential just essential. for you if, if, if worship happens to be your love language or is essential? Is it essential uh, more universally? I think. I'm again, I can speak mostly for myself just because yeah. that's who I am. Yep. I, you know, I guess I could say um, my husband might hate me for saying this in here, but <laughs> I don't know that my husband would say that the worship is essential. Maybe the, the singing, the singing part of it. Of yeah. Mm -hmm. So like this probably wouldn't speak to him quite as much as it does to me. Right. Um, and he'd probably say, yeah, we can do without all that you know, singing up at the beginning of the service. Right. Uh, let's get to the teaching. Right. Um, so I think part of it does have to do with who you are mm -hmm. and what, what speaks to you. But, but I do think it's essential. Do you believe that worship is bigger than just music? Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts and pieces to it for sure. Um, yeah. For well, me, the singing is the part though, right? <laughs> right, Like that's, that's my focus. That's right. Yeah. And that's, that's one of your, you said you, I love the language you used. It's one of your love languages. Another way to say it would be, that's one of your primary spiritual pathways, maybe to connect with God. Yeah. Would you say that's fair? Yeah. Very yep. fair. So for some, it's maybe more study for some it's nature, getting out in nature and kind of taking a walk in the woods and connecting with God there. Um, uh, so it's interesting to me that all of these things in Psalm 98 are not suggestions. They really come off more as commands, like shout for joy, sing to the Lord. You know, it's not like, Hey, if you feel like it, you know, if you got a good voice, um, if you're in a band, um, right. why don't you do this? I, you know, you might find it helpful. Yeah. That's not the tone of, of the song at all, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Shout for joy to the Lord. Burst into jubilant song. Make music. Um, and so I found myself thinking, I, 
I think whoever wrote this psalm, uh, it sure sounds like worship is pretty important, if not essential to the human experience. Yeah. Uh, there's something about connecting with our maker, whether it's through a song or whether it's through prayer or whether it's whatever our spiritual pathway is, um, that, uh, that this is important stuff. What, what else you got down there and you, well, I'm going to go off my notes, like off my notes here, not doing my notes. Um, but as you said that and pointed out the commands, uh, I get to the, the earth, you know, like creation Yeah. towards the end there. And I just find in my head, it's interesting. The, the change where it doesn't seem quite as much a command to creation. It says, let the sea yes. resound, let the rivers clap their hands. To let me, it's almost sing. like, that's almost like an invitation. Like you do your human expression mm. of shouting and singing, like do it mm -hmm. and then let all of creation join you. Mm. Like, I don't, I just had that sense, like, like maybe the creation does not it, I mean, the birds all sing, right? They're doing their own thing too. Mm -hmm. um, but I wonder if there's a part to letting creation join us. That's really interesting. Yeah. You know, like our job is to do these things. And maybe if we don't, creation might not do it on its own. Like maybe creation somewhat needs us to do our part and and then let them join us in that let them sing before the lord for he comes to judge the earth interesting i don't know it just seems less of a command on creation mm -hmm. it makes me you're absolutely right i mean that that's a very interesting language that's used there it does make me think about when when uh jesus comes into jerusalem and people start shouting and it annoyed the religious leaders. And they said, Jesus, tell your disciples to be quiet. And he says, if they don't be quiet, the rocks themselves are going to cry out. Yeah. Um, which in, a, in and of itself is kind of a mysterious saying. It's almost as if he's saying worship is going to happen. Right. It has to happen. And, and if the humans don't do it, then God's creation is going to do it. Right. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. No, they um, will for sure. Cause and, they know what, they know no other way. Right. Like, right. It's like, it's well, how, how does a, how does a river clap its hands? Um, I, I don't know, but just being a river, right. It makes sounds and it has motion and just looking at it, it's like the river is praising God right? because it's doing what God made it to do. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm intrigued by your your observation here that the language really does change. You know, let the sea resound, let the rivers. What else? What else you got? Um, that was it because I really didn't have anything so much that I disliked. Mm -hmm. um, I liked the, the singing, the praise, the joy. Um, it seemed kind of just because of the way it, it gets wrapped up. Um, with he'll judge the world and righteousness and the peoples with equity, it seems almost like a victory song, 
you know, like we conquered, we won. Um, and whether that was really, you know, maybe this was, was, it might've been written after a, you know, a victory that God had mm. delivered to them. I don't know. Um, mm. I didn't do that kind of research into it, but it just seems like, you know, yeah, he's made his salvation known. So if, if he delivered him from a real world battle at that time, or if this is a prophetic thing hmm. for when Jesus comes again, or for them, it would have been when Jesus comes the first time. Um, it just seems like a real, like, yes. Yeah. Our victory chant, yes. you know, like these are things we cling to and praise God for. Yeah. So in, in light of what this Psalm speaks to us, is there any uh, directive that you feel like any encouragement from the Holy Spirit uh, based on this passage? Like this makes me want to go out and, or this makes me, uh, I hear God telling me this. I think just, um, you know, as I reflected on this and, you know, have I ever felt that, you know, just joyous worship? Um, I looked back to the, just most recently, the Easter mm -hmm. service, mm -hmm. and it just felt like there is so many instruments involved on the stage. I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen it so full. Mm -hmm. um, voices, instruments, everything. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like this victory mm. day of shouting and singing and praising God. Um, so I, I feel like that was a manifestation of this psalm hmm. on that day. Um, and I don't know that everybody, you know, felt that, yeah. but it just felt to me like like this psalm played out right. in that. Oh, that's so cool. If I could have heard creation within the building, I probably would have heard him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it certainly gives us permission to get loud in the presence of God, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, shout, make jubilant song uh, with trumpets and the blast of ram's horns. You know, when, when I was a kid, uh, my mom and dad bought me some headphones, uh, which I thought were so cool. And they were just huge, like not like earbuds like we yeah. use now, but the massive big headphones. And so like in fourth grade, I decided I love loud music. <laughs> I just like yeah. it loud, you know, yeah. it just makes me feel good. And I, I think there's, there's something in this Psalm too, that, that says, Hey man, when, when we're really celebrating God, it's okay to get loud. And, uh, and that actually helps us to, uh, to worship and to praise. Yeah. So, Hey, good stuff. Um, isn't that amazing how fast 15 minutes goes? It is. So, so much more we could talk about, but we yeah. don't want to bore our listeners. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We got to annoy intrigued. your friends. We want them to come back tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> so, we hope you have a great Tuesday. We hope that the Lord, we pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you and turn his face toward you, and be gracious to you, and give you his peace today. So, God bless you. Bye. Bye.